there, Punky Peeps. Angela Bowen here, the host of Punky Power, an unofficial Punky Brewster podcast. <clears throat> and just so you know, in this episode, you're probably going to be hearing a lot of traffic coming and going past this window because I moved my whole operation downstairs where it's cooler. I couldn't stay upstairs anymore because it's too hot. Even with the fans going, it's like, I can't. Ooh, this breeze feels good. <laughs> it really does. So, this is actually going to be a very special episode. It's going to be the 100th episode of the Punky Power Podcast. And I thought, in honor of the 100th episode, that I would do a Punky Brewster cartoon. And the episode I'm going to do is Call Me Miss. Which is kind of like a big scenario, if you're familiar with the movie Big, that came out in 1988, that starred Tom Hanks. And it's Elizabeth Perkins about a 12-year-old kid who wishes to be big when he goes to a carnival one night. But in this case, Punky doesn't need to go to a carnival to wish to be big. She has Glomer, who's got magical powers who can just make her big. And it's been a while since I've seen this episode, so I'm not sure exactly what causes her to want to be big or older. But uh, we're going to get into that. So the episode opens up with Punky and Glomer playing hide-and-seek. Punky's counting, and Glomer's like, Hey, she's not going to find me under the couch. And right when she starts counting, the phone rings, which is just somebody, I think, from the agency that gives Henry uh, photography work. It's just confirming a flight for him. I'm guessing he's going away, being flown somewhere to take pictures for something. So I think this is kind of interesting. Henry's leap, his flight leaves at noon that day. Wouldn't he already have this information? I mean, technically, I don't know what time of day this is. It must be morning. But wouldn't he already be, like, on his way to the airport? I mean, you didn't have big security measures like you do nowadays when you go to an airport, but even still. Unless this is, like, a last-minute thing that they set up. Alright, so they, she is just finding out about this, so this must have been one of those last minute things. So Punky gets off the phone, and she continues her hide-and-seek game with Glomer, but realizes Henry's going to be coming in. She's like, you gotta hide! And he's like, well, what do you, Glomer's like, what do you think I've been doing this whole time? She's like, no, I mean, like, hide, hide, Henry's here. So, <laughs> I think it's funny how Glomer is trying to pull his chunky butt out from underneath the couch. <laughs> it's like really got to squeeze to like pull himself out of there. And he goes and hides in her room. So Henry does in fact know about it because she says, hey, I took down the information. He's like, all right, thank you. He says, well, the babysitter's going to be here for around dinner time. And she's like, what? I'm not a baby. I'm almost a teenager. You're nine years old. That is nowhere near a teenager, punky. Slow your roll, girl. I would have played this clip of her just like, I'm almost a teenager. Like, no, you're not. I'll be right back. Hi, Henry. Hello, Punky. I've got some news for you. I'm... I know. You're going on a trip. I took the message. That's my big girl. Now, the babysitter will be here before dinner time, and... Babysitter? I'm no baby. I'm almost a teenager. Sort of. And I can stay by myself. Not yet, Punky. I'd never forgive myself if anything happened to you. I'll see you soon. 
So Punky's all like, why can't I just stay here by myself and take care of myself? He's like, I would never do that. Henry, it's like, she was left by herself when you came home. She's always being left by herself. Come on. And, um... The one who plays Betty Johnson on the show, I think, was the only cast member, uh, Susie Garrett. She had no interest in doing the cartoon. So, Henry leaves. He says, I'll be back soon. I don't know how long this trip is. And Pokey's kind of pacing in her room. Glomer's following her. And she's like, I wish I was a grown-up, because that way no one would be able to tell me what to do if she looks in the mirror. And she said the magic words, because Glomer's like, all right, you want to be a grown-up? Okay, I'll make you a grown-up. So Glomer says, oh, that's easy. I can do that with one arm tied behind my back or something. And he makes her big. She's like, oh, and basically she looks like a 20-something-year-old adult dressing up like Punky Brewster. But then she realizes her voice is the same as a child's. So, and Glomer's like, well, I can't do everything. You're just going to have to live with what you got. And she's excited, like, wait till everyone sees me. So I want to play this clip as Punky wishes to be a big person. Can you believe that? A babysitter. It's just not fair. Yeah, it's just not fair. Uh, what? Oops. Sorry. I wish I was a grown-up. Then nobody could tell me what to do. Oh, that's no problem. Gloma doing that with one ear tied behind back. Gloma, you did it! Sure. It'd be as easy as Mommy's apple and Glib's glop pie. Nidoo, I'm a grown-up! But what about my voice? Oh, picky, picky. Can't have everything, you know. Who cares? Wait till the gang sees me! So, Punky spots... Uh, Alan, Sherry, and Margot hanging out by a tire swing in a fenced-in backyard. And she tells Glomer, who's in the little knapsack that's on her uh, shoulder, like, hey, you stay out of sight. I want to surprise everybody. Or something. And she's like, oh, here, I'll try the thing, and they're all looking at her, and Cherry's even like, uh, we don't know you. And they refer to her like Miss, like she's an adult to them. Yet she sounds like Punky, she's completely dressed like Punky, her hair is in pigtails. All Glomer did was make her taller. <laughs> he didn't really change anything else about her. So Cherry's like, don't be silly, miss. This swing, tire swing, is for kids. And of course, Punky's like, oh, don't be silly. And she hops right in it, and her butt gets stuck in uh, the hole of the tire. Like, yeah, good luck getting out of that, Punky. <laughs> My guess is she breaks it. Like, the rope breaks, and she falls to the ground, and they just walk away. So she asks them, hey, give me a push. And Alan's like, okay, uh, just a couple, lady, okay? Because we gotta get going. And then Margo's whispering to Cherry, like, gosh, some people are so childish. Like, the fact that an adult is acting like a child is really weird to them. So Margo and Cherry kind of call Alan over as the rope that's holding the tire swing up starts to unravel. I knew it was going to fall. So I want to play this clip of them all reacting to uh, Punky and just seeing 
a stranger. They're not seeing Punky. There they are. Clover, I'm gonna fool the kids. So you stay out of sight, okay? Right on, Miss Punky. That's right on, Glomer. Come on, Cherry. Well, I don't know. Hey, how about me? <laughs> I'll try your swing. Uh, gee, Miss. This swing is for kids. Don't be silly. Oof. There, see? Somebody give me a push. Uh, okay. Just a couple, lady. Then we gotta go home. Talk about acting childish. Come on, Alan! Uh, sorry, I gotta go now. So Cherry, Margo, and Alan all decide to go to the park, and of course, the rope holding the tire swing snaps, Punky goes flying into a pile of leaves with the tire like stuck around her middle. She asks Glomer to help as she sees Alan, Margo, and Sherry all getting out from a broken slat in the, in the wooden fence. And she goes, alright, come on Glomer, we gotta catch him. We gotta catch up with the gang at the park. Like, she's not in any way realizing that they don't know who she is. They now we're probably gonna think she's a creepy adult who's following children. Yeah. So the trio's at the park, and they want to go down the slide. Cherry is looking at Margo like, Margo, aren't you gonna go on the slide? And Margo's kind of like fluffing up her hair and everything and smoothing out her dress, like only if you go first and like wipe it off with your butt, basically. And now Punky catches up to them, and they're kind of like, she's like, oh, hey, guys. It's like, they don't know you, Punky. Hi, guys. It's me again. So it is. Watch out below. Oop. Uh, I seem to be stuck. Can somebody give me a hand? My grandma said never to talk to strangers. I'm no stranger. It's me, Punky. Punky? Uh, sure, lady. Let's go. You didn't believe me, Glomer. So, Punky decides to try out the slide, and her butt gets stuck on the slide. Like, she's stuck. Like, are you kidding me? There are adults that go down slides with their kids. They don't get stuck? Those slides are big enough for an adult butt go down to go down. Seriously. So she's like, hey, can you guys help me? And they're all, like, turning their back on her, like, um, you're an adult. No, we're not going to do that. Cherry even says, my grandma told me not to talk to strangers. So you're kind of out of luck. And they leave her there. She even says, I'm no stranger. It's me, Punky. And they're like, yeah, you're Punky, lady. Whatever you say. Come on, guys, open your eyeballs. She sounds like Punky. She's dressed like Punky. She's Punky. She's not even that much taller than they are, maybe by a foot or two. <laughs> so they leave, and Punky's like, oh, they're just jealous anyway. And she's like, Glomer, get me down. It's like, you're wiggling your butt sideways, so you should technically be able to get to the bottom of the slide by yourself, which she does. It's like, all right, Glomer, we'll do something by ourselves. So now Punky's at home. She's kind of spilling out her piggy bank. 
And she's like, I got $2. Just enough for a kiss ticket. Are you... <laughs> a nine-year-old, of course. $2 is more than enough to see kiss. Come on. Where's that babysitter anyway? Is she not supposed to show up till dinner time? And Henry was so worried about her being by herself. Like, oh, you can be by yourself for a few hours until the babysitter shows up. Like, what's the point then? I'm going to play this clip. It's so funny. Movies? Yep. $2. Just enough for a kid's ticket. Uh-oh. <sighs> so far, being grown-up is bigly bummer. Wait a minute. That's it. Since I'm a grown-up, I can get a job. I'll earn enough money so I can do whatever I want. And I know just the place. So, Glomer's kind of saying how it seems like since you've been a grown-up, being a grown-up just sounds like a giant bummer. And she's like, well, wait a minute. If I get a job, I can do whatever I want. And I know just the place. She's going to get a job at the, the pizza shack or where they all hang out. Oh, it's called the snack shop. And it's directly across the street from where her bedroom window is. So... She uh, the help wanted sign in the window is pulled out, and now she's dressed in, like, a pink 50s diner outfit with a white apron, and she's like, yay, my first job! And there's a giant chocolate cake on the counter in one of those, like, glass containers. And she's just excited about all the money she's gonna make, and her boss comes out in a, in a chef's hat, and he's like, hey! Why don't you stop gabbing to yourself and cut that cake? Like, jeez, guy. Already's barking orders at her. I don't see anyone else working there but Punky and that guy. So while Punky's cutting this cake, Glomer, of course, is in the backpack on the floor behind the counter. He sees the cake. He's like, oh, chocolate cake. My favorite. That's the best kind of cake there is. And of course, he waggles his ear and spreads a little magic, and he brings the cake to him. I'm looking at the giant slabs of cake that Punky is cutting. She clearly has never cut a cake before because those are giant-sized pieces of cake. And you don't cut straight across the middle. You cut around in a clockwise uh, way. So, Punky sees what's going on. She goes to grab the cake. She spins out of control on the floor. That must be a slick floor. Like, it's, like, just been mopped. Because she's sliding into the double doors as her manager or boss is coming out of the kitchen area. And she slams right into him, spilling that chocolate cake. My guess is he's probably going to be like, well, that cake is coming out of your paycheck. Was I right or right? Or <laughs> was I right? She's dabbing him with a white cloth, saying, oh, it's not coming out. Like, she's dabbing his shirt that's covered in chocolate. He's like, oh, yes, it is. It's coming out of your paycheck. I'm going to play this clip. This is hilarious. I want to play the clip also with uh, him yelling at her to cut the cake. yourself long enough to slice that cake? I... Yes, sir. You got it.
and chocolate cake. That's the best kind. all sitting at the counter screaming for their order. You'd think Glomer, since he got her into this mess, kind of could kind of give her a hand with some of the orders. And come in. <laughs> Punky comes <coughs> excuse me. So yeah, Punky comes out of the kitchen having, uh, she got those large round trays that have the people's meal on them. The back of her apron, the little bow tie thing in the back, gets caught on one of the machines. So obviously she's going to be spilling that food all over the place. Oh, she gets it stuck on the soft serve ice cream uh, dispenser. And the food goes flying into the air, yet she's able to catch herself and the food lands perfectly, no spills or anything, back on the tray. Wow. That is real magic there. So, I guess what she caught on the back of her foot was the soup. And she gives it to the guy, and there's, like, two fried eggs on top. He's like, what the heck is this? And she's like, haven't you heard of egg soup or something like that? He's like, I'm not paying for that. And he leaves. Well, what about the other three people that had food coming? And she's like, oh, well, I guess I'm paying for this. Like, yeah, you are. That guy is right on her butt, like, all the time, the manager. So Punky's like, ah, dang it, what else can go wrong? She turns around, Glomer is in the cupboard beneath the ice cream maker, and of course, ice cream is all over the counter, and he's just sticking out his tongue, catching the drops that fall off the counter. Oh, Glomer. So, she must have turned that shake machine, or that ice cream machine on with that, uh, the back of the bow on her apron, on the back of her apron, and she goes to try to turn it off because it's still, like, you know, popping out ice cream, uh, soft serve. And she's pulling on it. It's like, you don't pull on it. You push it up to shut it off. She ends up breaking the lever. Like, oh, my God, if my boss sees... Like, yeah, you're more than likely fired. Which I don't understand. So that guy, until she came along, was running the place by himself, making the food, taking the orders, all of that. So she's got a couple, like, uh, one is like a sifter for flour, I think. And she's like, um, or a colander or something. She's holding under the ice cream that's, like, falling out of this dispenser. And she's got a cup. And the guy is like, what is going on? And Glomer, of course, uses his magic to shut the cupboard doors underneath the ice cream dispenser. It's like... You could help her, Glomer. I know that's not, like, in your repertoire to do that, but... She's like, oh, crap. And the boss comes out. She ends up squirting him in the face with the ice cream. Of course he's gonna fire her. So, of course he does fire her. And as she walks out, you see him putting a help wanted sign back in the window. She's like, dang it, no money, no job? Well, wait a minute. She'd still be entitled to that... Whatever she made for hour, however long she was there, which probably wasn't very long, but she's still entitled to that. I doubt he made her fill out a W4 or whatever forms that you 
you know, fill out when he probably didn't. It's like, do you have a driver's license, a state ID, a, a social security card? He probably didn't get any of that from her. So she's kind of like, sort of like, yeah, no job, no money, no nothing. This sucks being a grown-up. Yes, it does. I'm going to play this part where she, um, all these people are wanting their food. And then she gets fired for making a mess. one day. She got big, went to the park, got a job, lost the job. <laughs> so apparently the babysitter did show up and Henry got a call saying that Punky is missing because she, when the babysitter showed up at whatever time, this has got to be the same day. <laughs> so Punky's kind of watching this from afar like, oh, it's Henry and he misses me and she runs up and hugs him. Henry, of course, is freaked out like, what... <sighs> Who are you? Why are you hugging me? Boy, I'm ready to eat. Do you think they have any pate? I can't let the kids see me like this. Kids, have you seen Punky? Punky's missing. The babysitter called me. <laughs> and he misses me. Oh, Henry, I'm so glad to see you. Look, it's that weird lady again. Madam, control yourself. I've got to find my daughter. Wait, we'll help. But I am your daughter. So Henry, of course, is freaked out. And Jerry's like, oh my gosh, it's that strange lady again. 
And Henry's like, Miss, control yourself. I'm trying to find my daughter. Like, <laughs> so they run off. Like, uh, the kids are like, oh, yeah, we'll help you find her. And then when they leave, Punky turns to Glomer's like, Glomer, I'm not ready to be an adult. Can you please change me back? And he's like, okay. Um, <laughs> apparently he can't do it. He puts, you know, magic on her, and nothing's happening. She's like, Glomer, what's wrong? He's like, I don't know. Magic's uh, failing me. So, um, she's like, well, it only took you one ear to make me this way. He's like, it sounds like a three-ear job. Uh, looks like I'm going to need that magic pouch, which is on your in your bedroom. So she's like, all right, you got to get it. So they race home. So, sucks to be her. She forgot her key. She's like, I'll just sneak in. There happened to be a fire escape. Near her bedroom? And yeah, she's like, she's trying to, like, jump to try to reach, like, the bottom rung. And she, I need some help, Glomer. And yet, that magic can help put her, afloat her up there, yet he can't change her back. Something sounds a little kooky. Since when does Punky have a fire escape outside her window? She doesn't. She has a tree outside her window. This makes sense. But then, as she's up on the fire escape, getting ready to climb in the window to her bedroom, that's when Cherry, Alan, and Marvel are like, Oh my gosh, it's this strange lady! She's trying to break into Punky's bedroom! Like, what? Oh my goodness. Where's Henry? Did they outrun him, or did they separate? So, Marvel suggests they call the police as they run out. Uh, Punky jumps in the window, closes the shade, and says, Alright, Glomer, we have to hurry. There's, like, five cop cars there outside the building, like, all right, lady, come on out, or we're coming in after you. Like, come, are you kidding me? Oh, my gosh. So she turns to Glomer, like, come on, Glomer, hurry it up. He's going through his spell book. He's got his magic pouch of pow uh, dust, flings it at Punky. She starts to shrink, but she shrinks past the age of what she should be. Now she's a baby in diapers. And it's kind of funny because she's like bald except for two little pigtails sticking out of either side of her scalp. Which just looks really weird. So one police officer goes up the fire escape. The other one is knocking on the door. Oh good grief. Where's Henry? He doesn't see any of this going down. So Glomer flings some more magic dust at her and says a special spell, and she's back to her eight- or nine-year-old self. Great. Just in time. So the police break into the room, and Henry's there. Where did he come from? <laughs> we did not see him with the kids saying, oh, let's call the police. Where, where, what, where's he been? He just rushes in there like, oh my gosh, Punky. Oh, you're okay. So I'm going to play this clip. Because Henry's like, where's that weird lady? And Punky's like, weird lady? No, it's just me. And they hug. Glomer, you gotta change me back. I'm not ready to be grown up. Sure thing, Punky friend. What's wrong, Glomer? I'm not knowing. Magic is all gobbledygook. But it only took one ear to get me this way. Looking like three-year job to changing your back. All I'm needing is magic pouch. And it being in your room. We'll get it! Oh no, I forgot my key! Oh well, we'll just sneak into my room.
that's what I'm here for. Glomer, we gotta be careful that no one sees us. Being too late now. Hey, look! It's Bell Lady again! She's breaking into Pucky's bedroom! Quick! Call the police! Glomer, hurry! Hey, old Doki! Glomer gets Spellbook! They are here! All right, lady! Come on out and we're coming in after you! Beat it up, Glomer! Gibblelip, Gabblelop, Blumpkin, Kaboo! It's not kaboo, meant to say kabop. Punky, you're safe. But where have you been? And where is that lady? Lady? There's no one here but me. So in the end scene, Punky's in a room sitting on her bed with Glomer there, and she's like, for all the trouble we've caused, I've been grounded for a week. So oh, she says, no TV, no records, and I had to clean the whole apartment. Well, yeah. He doesn't probably... Did she tell him everything? Well, she really couldn't because she's like, there was no lady. That was just... What exactly trouble did she cause other when she probably left the house and the babysitter was there, saw she wasn't there and called Henry, which probably cost him his photography gig. So, basically, Punky realizes it's great to be a kid again. Like, hold off on all that adult stuff. Well, my guess is when she actually does get to the age, <laughs> she is not going to be thinking like a nine-year-old. She's going to be thinking like a 20-year-old. Because she looked to be, like, in her early 20s. I mean, come on. But I'm going to play that clip, and I will be right back. Well, for all the trouble I've caused, Henry's grounding me for a week. No TV, no records, and I have to clean the whole apartment. It's great to be a kid again. So, that's the end of the episode. Uh, Brain and Tailwag episode rating. I'm going to give this episode... I'm going to give it three out of five Brandon Tailwags. The three things that I liked about the episode were... I kind of like Punky being an adult that was kind of fun. I mean, she had the mind of herself, you know, of a child and that of a 20-something-year-old woman's body. But, uh, you know, she got to, like, she had a job for, like, a couple of hours and realized being an adult is hard. I mean, she got stuck on the tire swing. She also got stuck on the slide and this and that and her friends didn't even recognize her which uh. <laughs> um so i thought it was uh that would be number one the second one was the fact that she wanted to be an adult because she didn't want to have a babysitter she wanted to be you know do grown-up things or whatever and not be told what to do basically um i liked the <laughs> um I thought it was funny, well, that the kids didn't really recognize her. Well, actually, no, that wasn't. That is one thing I didn't, well, honestly, that's what I didn't care for. Was the fact that they're looking at her dressed like Punky. She looks, she sounds like Punky. She's just taller than them. So that was a knockoff. 
Um, <laughs> the kids calling the police was a bit much. So those are the two things I didn't like. Um, the last thing that I did like about um, the episode was um, that Glomer was able to fix the issue. Um, the other thing I didn't like, um, an extra bonus thing, where was Brandon this whole time? He was not in this episode, like, at all. If Brandon were there, he could have sussed out that it was, in fact, Punky. So, um, Punky's principles for this episode, just, if you're a kid, just stay a kid as long as you can. Adult years are gonna be there, and you'll be stuck having to do work, and pay bills, have a house, probably have kids, or whatever, but... That time will be there. Just enjoy being a kid. You don't know how many adults probably wish they could go back and still be a kid. Because if you think about it, you're only a kid for so long, but you're an adult for the majority of your life. So, yeah, treasure those moments. I hope you all liked this episode, Call Me Miss, for the 100th Punky Power uh, podcast episode. So, Have a great 4th of July, everybody.